It's National Coffee Day, and I realized that I cracked one of my favorite cups. It's a Mama Bear cup, and I think I got this from Target. I guess I'll have to go get another one. <clears throat> um, I'm kind of sad about it, but that's okay. Um, but today's episode is just totally regarding being like a Mama Bear, and I am just overall excited to kind of talk about this topic I really think that mom guilt is something that I've experienced quite heavily um, with my son's father living in a different state. And it's taken me a while to understand that some things are not meant to feel guilty about. Um, for example, like I always have a hard time just going grocery shopping and like leaving him at home if my mom's, you know, willing to watch him. Um, or if that means go to the grocery store, going to get my nails done, um, anything like anything that involves him not being with me, I feel really bad. Um, I think since he's my first child, people are going to say, oh, you know, he's your first child. Like that's normal, but I've been taking care of kids my whole life. And I think that I had, I feel that audacity to be like, I love just a moment of being able to go out and do stuff on my own. But then I feel that parent in me that's like, geez, like, what is he doing right now? Like, is he okay? What if he needs me? And it's never to be scared of like, who's watching him or, you know, his behavior while they're watching him. It's just more so of knowing that if I was there, you know, I would know that things are under control. So it's like a control freak factor. And, um, I've learned this over the couple years that Liam's been alive. I'm, I haven't really gone out, gone out. I maybe I have maybe like out of the total of two years, I can name probably like four times that I've actually gone out, you know, drinks with friends, you know, partying. And more recently, like, um, yes, I'm in a committed relationship. Um, I went out, my boyfriend and I went out and we had an amazing time, an amazing time. <laughs> and I, I maybe thought about my son like twice. One, knowing that, you know, he's with my mom, it's fun. But two, it's just like, oh, I'm a, I'm a mom. Hold on. I forgot. But after that, I was like dancing and having shots and like relaxing. And I think I can openly admit this and explain it to y'all that it's not just like a like, I don't know if y'all remember, like, Janelle from Teen Mom, where she was, like, Bab was just watching her son, like, every freaking day, like, and she was just always gone, always partying, never, like, not that sort of situation, but just more so, like, wow, it's been, you know, two months since I've gone out and did something and just not had to be a parent. And, um, I think that's important because I, I had a child at an early age. A lot of people have child, children in their twenties and I would consider that to be young. Anything younger than that, I would consider to be super young, but without being judgmental for my own self, I, you know, I've had a child at 25. That means like, I'll always be only 25 years older than Liam will always, you know, have something in common because I'm not that much older than him. Um, needless to say, some people have kids at 38, 39, and they're almost 40 years difference than their children. I'm a little closer to my son's age, um, than even my mom was. My mom had me at 32. So even if you think about like a five-year difference, maybe between you have like a little brother, a little sister, or a cousin that's five years younger than you, what you guys have in common, now imagine that, 
you know, times five and then he's my child. And, you know, so we're always going to be able to relate to style. We're always going to be able to relate to some forms of music. Um, and those things I hold dear to my heart because there are times like I'm explaining when I go out and I'm like, wow, you know, honestly, wow, this would be my life if I didn't have a kid. Now I don't regret nothing about having my son. Like Lord knows, I don't even know what I would do without him to this day. But what I'm saying is that when I do get to go out and enjoy those times with my man, y'all, I'd be like, Hey, how's Liam? And then I put my phone in my pocket and I go and enjoy myself. That guilt that people talk about that. I was listening to, um, Carisha, please. The podcast, Carisha, Carisha, please. Young Miami. Um, and Summer Walker. Summer talks about having mom guilt. Oh, I don't want to leave my kid to go to work. I don't want to leave my kid to go on tour. I don't know if she goes on tour, but you know what I'm saying. I don't want to leave my kid to go do a show, a podcast. I have to go out to LA. I have to go out to Atlanta. I have to go out to Miami. I have to go. They were both just explaining how difficult it can be. Now, I think in like an upper echelon situation, you know, it has to be different knowing that like, at the end of the day, you have everything you could possibly need. You love your kids. You're a great mom. And it feels some type of way that you can do all these things that you want to do when you want to do them, how you want to do them. But when it comes to having to separate for certain work duties or certain travel duties, you literally can't bring them. That's, that's somebody telling you, the person who you could pay somebody to, to be like, yeah, let me bring them. But you not, you're not doing that. You're respecting, you know, the work factor and being a celebrity. They were just explaining like, wow, you know, the mom guilt is serious. For someone like me who's middle class, you know what I'm saying? For someone like me who's middle class, there are many times when I have to leave my son. Um, I do work, you know, from home. But, you know, when I do go into the office, of course. And obviously my son's in school every single day. So it's like I don't see him during the day anyways. It took me forever to put my son in school because I was working from home. I didn't want that mom guilt. I didn't want that guilt of, oh, I wonder what my son's doing. Are they changing his diapers? Are they feeding him? Is he eating? Is he drinking water? Is he okay? Because it's like, you know, you put him in school and it's like, you have to trust him. You know what I'm saying? You just have to trust these people because that's what it's, that's what's good for him. You know, a nice social life, even at two years old. So the mom guilt was kicking my butt and kicking my butt and kicking my butt. Um, even early on, I had to like rip Liam out of a daycare just based on their actions and I didn't appreciate it. And he would stay home with me and I just felt bad because I'm like, dang, I'm the only face he sees. You know, he was young though. He couldn't talk. He couldn't walk. He couldn't tell me anything at that time. But it was like, wow, like I'm the only face you see, you know, at the time we were staying with my grandparents when they were alive and, um, and you know, they would see grandma and grandpa, he would see grandma and grandpa, he would see my mom. But my mom and I were living separate at the time. And it was like, you know, you're not able to have this social life. Whereas when you were at this daycare and those kids were beautifully great. Um, you know, when you were at this daycare, you were able to socialize, laugh, share toys, run around, you know, play with the toys and things like that with other kids. And here you are now. And so it's like you get mom guilt either way. You get mom guilt if they stay home with you. You get mom guilt if you go away or if they go away. So I was just, I was just struggling so hard. And then. You know, obviously, um, you know, Liam's father lives in a different state. So it's just very difficult for my mindset to fluctuate between it's okay and it's not okay. And I think that's what mom guilt is, like trying to justify why you have to go and do this, this, and this. And I think it's like 
it has to be like a physical thing because emotionally, like I know he's fine. If he misses me, he'll let it be known. Like um, the other day, a teacher was like, yeah, every single time a kid got picked up, he popped up, he was ready to go. I said, okay, you know, emotionally, he was just ready to be home. He missed me and whatnot. Um, but it's always like a physical thing because you're wanting to, you're wanting to like satisfy the need of knowing that you're right there. You know what I'm saying? That you have no need to... To, to no need to miss me, no need to be afraid, no need to miss have under misunder miss have misunderstood um anything that's going on in your little two year old world, and um I just found that to be I just found that to be so wild uh just hearing other parents especially in that upper echelon status just talk about that because I think that there's a lot of things that I want and need for Liam in his lifetime that I have to try to afford for whereas these people don't have to try. And I think all moms at any economic status experience that feeling. Um, you go from them, to, it's kind of like when you go from them, depending on you breastfeeding to now you're just pumping and giving them the bottle and you go, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, hold on a second. Cause I was the one doing all the work from day one or day two in the hospital. Um, and I think that so many, so many moms, so many people who are not moms, don't understand how moms feel this guilt. It's not like um guilt always comes off as like a like let's say somebody passes and you haven't uh, you know you haven't said what you wanted to say to them or done things that you wanted to do with them. It's not that type of guilt. It's kind of like it's kind of like leaving your puppy at home all day and never going home to feed it. It's like that. Like, I know that they need me. I know that at some point, because when you're with me, you know, my child, like if your child's with you, you know, you know that every 30, 20, 30 minutes, they're like, mom, mom, mom. So imagine like when they're not with you, you're like, I know they're like, mom. And then like mom is nowhere to be found. And that's so devastating to think about. But you also have to remember like they're people just like you. So, you know, like when I was um, younger, I won't say the age, but when I was younger and I had to like get off the bus and walk home by myself, I was fairly young. But both of my parents were working. I didn't really have a choice. Um, thank God I had like a best friend who's a little older than me. We always kind of like figured that out. But I had to be home by myself and I, I had a procedure. Um, I would get home. I would call my mom, I would call my dad, and I would call my granny. That was the procedure. I had to let everybody know I had made it home that day. Um, If I missed one phone call, especially my granny, um, if I missed one phone call, she was calling. Like, hey, you know, I hadn't heard from you. You forgot to call me after school. And that's mom guilt, you know? Like, hey, I know that you depend on me for even, like, your safety when I'm not around. And you not calling me makes me feel like either you forgot or something is wrong and I need to step in. That's mom guilt. Um, same for my mom, same for my dad. So I just, I completely understand because at a young age you get, you, you realize that even though they're, you know, two, three, and four, one, two, three, and four, <clears throat> even at, um, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, like even in those age brackets when you're still young, but can't make all the final decisions for yourself, like you have to, it has to be known that you can do something on your own, you know? And so you think about that when you're thinking about your two-year-old at daycare. Like, if they are being fed food they don't want, he's going to say no. And you don't have to be concerned about that. It's so particular down to the actual scenario of what you're feeling guilty about um, that it's like, 
you know, you, you don't have a reason to feel ashamed, but you have a reason to feel concerned at all times about your kid and that's okay. Um, yeah, I just, I was, I was thinking about this and I was actually, I have a couple more minutes. I was just going to see what other people were saying. Like on Google, I'm just going to literally Google mom guilt and see what people define it as. Mom guilt is a name given to feelings of guilt and shame some people feel when they don't live up to their own or others' expectations in their role as a parent. I think, like, Google has a good point. Like, and this came from health.clevelandclinic.org. Um, it was the first thing to pop up when I put mom guilt into Google. Like, yeah, it's always up to someone else's expectations. And I don't really know if... I don't really know if... This would have to be something you would survey. Like, do other people's expectations really play a large factor in parenting or do we just deal with it? Like, for me, I'm the type of parent that just deals with it. If you give me your opinion, if you give me your suggestion and I don't fully agree with it, I'm probably just going to be silent. I'm not going to say, like, oh, okay, I'll look into it. Like, no, I'm not even going to grant you those three little wishes. Like, I'm not even going to give you that hope that I'm going to follow what you're saying because I'm just that type of parent. Now, some parents really don't know what they're doing when they first have kids. They've never had to, you know, have any sort of responsibility. So, yes, they're always taking advice, always, you know, reading the room, always trying to use the expectations of others to make their final decisions for their kids. Um, I don't know that I'm in the type of person to do that because I think that's, you know, trash. But I also understand for, like I said, moms who have never done this before. I've, me, I've been taking care of people's kids for a really long time. Um, it says, there are a lot of ways that you can let go of mom guilt, like unfollowing super moms on social media and reframing your thoughts on what it means to be a good mom. That came from um, www.choosingtherapy.com. Yeah, um, following like other moms on social media is Sorry, I don't want my coffee to get cold. Um, you know what? I find myself unfollowing sometime too. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's especially like when I first started and I would see, I was following this one page and I would see them meal prep like for like a, like for like a nine month old and it'd be like kiwi, strawberries, granola, um, yogurt. And then they put it in this beautiful presentation and put it on this really expensive large plate and I look at my son's like little Amazon three section plates with like the plastic forks and I'm like, uh, yeah, he won't eat granola. He won't eat yogurt. He dang sure ain't eating no kiwi. He might bite into the strawberry. So I'm just looking like, how are they getting their kids to eat this stuff? When my kid is, you know, he loves fruits. He loves vegetables. Um, he does eat a lot of healthy things. Like what is going on? So I just... Yes, it is important that like what's in front of you is going to scope how you think. And it is important to reframe your thoughts like they're saying. Like when you see those types of things, okay, something that, you know, that I will say that I got from that is like definitely always put fruit or vegetables on my kid's plate. So from now on, whatever Liam eats, he's always offered maybe, let's just say unhealthy and then something healthy because I'm not going to say unhealthy and give you examples, but let's just say he has rice with gravy of course, yes, I'm either going to offer a vegetable or I'm going to offer some grapes or applesauce or um, a ban sliced banana. <clears throat> I mean, like, um, there are just so many, there are just so many different things. Um, let me see. Why does mom 
why does mom guilt maybe hurt me so much is what they meant. I'm still reading on Google. How do I forgive myself for mom guilt? Okay, here are suggestions for forgiving. Forgiving yourself for mom guilt. Assess the situation. Allow yourself to feel guilty, but don't get stuck there. Admit your faults and own your mistakes. Sincere apologies. Forgive yourself. Let experience teach you. Um, make time for yourself and consider what's important. That came from adoption.com. Okay, so the ones that I would do a takeaway from would be uh, let your let experience teach you. And consider what's important. Those two probably saved me the most, especially when uh, my son was younger. Um, just like letting experience teach me. So I had experience in these fields. I've taught. I've taught in the classroom. I've taught after school. I've worked in multiple daycares. Um, I've nannied um, professionally. I've uh, babysat. I've I've. I've worked in all these different areas of taking care of children. Um, I definitely let my experience teach me, especially like when it came to like breastfeeding and leaving to go do things I needed to get done and feeling that sort of mom guilt and not just just not being able to like be there every two seconds. Um, I remember down here in Atlanta when I worked at a hospital and I they I thank God I don't know how I got that job. Oh, you know what I did? My dad. I don't want to put all this business out there, but basically my dad had like the hookup and I got a job there working vet, like not valet, but, um, like, uh, where I'd go get, um, I don't know what they call it, but you, you in a wheelchair or like the impaired or the elderly or seasoned folk, like you would roll them to the room in the wheelchair. Um, dang it, the words are slipping me of what this, what it's called transportation. And, um, and I would do that at the hospital and thank God, like I had just started breastfeeding. Um, and, that wasn't the only job that I had. I also had another job as an um, office manager in medical. And both of these jobs during this time, I was working in medical and I was able to work at places that allowed me to pump. I had my own room. I had my own privacy. And I just, I think back on that because I'm like, God just works it out because what? Like, how did I get into this situation? So anyways, I was at a medical place at both times and I just remember feeling like, okay, um, you know, the this is something that I have no idea about out of all the experience that I have, but I'm just going to let the experience that I have, you know, teach me what I, what I'm trying to accomplish. And that's exactly what I did. Um, um, also just, you know, asking questions to the people around me, the nurses and things like that, just try to get information on what to do better. Um, and then consider what's important. Yeah. Like, like I was saying, like going to get my nails done, going to get my feet done, going to get my hair done, going, um, just going on a walk, doing different things that like probably weren't the utmost, like, oh, going grocery shopping and taking packages to UPS and doing whatever I need to do. Like those things I find to be extremely important versus maybe like going to get my nails done. But I still knew that taking care of myself is something that's extremely important too. So you can't just knock that off the list. You can't just say, well, getting your nails done is not important because that's how you upkeep yourself. Getting my hair um, interlocked is, is important. You know, that's how I upkeep myself. Going to Target, I might be take, taking a Target run, but it might be to get like makeup. That's how I upkeep myself. So it, there were just many times where I had to like justify, but the justification made sense. Um, yeah, I just, yeah. There, there's so many examples, of course, use Google, but I mean, there are so many examples of just why mommy guilt exists and how women get, uh, like thrown into feeling that way. When in reality, like you're just living life just like you would, um, before you had a kid and, but you're incorporating being a parent into that now. And I think that that's fair. And I think that that's important. And I don't ever want moms out there to feel like they aren't doing something right. 
Um, like they aren't, like they aren't giving 100% because they go out of town for the weekend. Like nothing about, if you're not like fully neglecting your child, nothing about what you're doing is wrong. Um, as long as you're back to, you know, supporting them and being there for them and you don't just leave them stranded. Other than that, like you're good to go. Like it's all about, it's a learning experience. It's all about knowing the love and care that you have for your child and what you've offered or have to offer. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with still living your life. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, your child, and this is my personal view on it, your child will actually do a lot better seeing you still live to your full potential than you isolating yourself and your child and never knowing or doing anything. You know, um, that's, to me, that's not really healthy. So I often, you know, when I do go to Target Runs, when I do go to the store, when I do want to just go out. Um, even sometimes my boyfriend and I, we like take Liam with us, especially if we're going to just eat. Like, yeah, like it might be a little date, but now it's a family date. Like, you know, I still feel kind of bad because I'm like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm with my boyfriend and my guy, but like still at the same time, like you just want to be as like normal is the bad word, but like normal as possible. And you still want to have, you know, life experiences. And then sometimes you include your kids in those life experiences more often than not. Um, and then when you do decide to go off and be without them for a while, that's okay too. You're coming back. Um, so it's just all about like also just having the right people in your corner, obviously for support, um, to watch them, to trust them with them. But also like, if you don't, just knowing, just getting to know people that are going through the same thing as you. Um, and I'm not necessarily talking directly to single moms. This could be a married mom in a, in a marriage, someone maybe whose husband works a lot, or you're a stay-at-home mom and the husband works, or you're a stay-at-home dad and the husband works. I mean, the wife works because daddy, get daddy guilt too or whatever. Um, and obviously vice versa and all that you are. But um, it's just about, you know, just being being comfortable and being yourself. And it's natural that guilt feeling, but calling it guilt is like making it worse than it actually is. What it is, is just a care and a concern for what you are now, what you now are, which is a parent. So, um, yeah, just keep those thoughts in mind. I mean, I just, I don't know. I just, I've been sitting on those thoughts for like a couple of days since I watched that podcast and I'm like, all right, it just happened to be National Coffee Day, but I'm like, this is a good day to do a pod. Um, and yeah, just think about that. Like, let me know what your thoughts are about mom guilt. I don't know if I'll ever do another episode on this, but maybe, because I feel like I should write out some things that I actually want to say. But yeah, that was just be mindful and like, just be gracious with yourself because there are a lot of times when we all feel like we're, you know... <laughs> We've gone out of the town Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and it's like the end of the world, you know? So, um, yeah, just be gracious with yourself and just know that, like, as long as you're doing the best that you feel like you can, then that's all that matters, and everything will work out. All right. Talk to you later.